Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome. It is Eric Erickson here. I'm actually in the radio studio today. The phone number is 877-97-ERIC, 877-973-7425, wherever you may be nationwide greetings and welcome i i gotta start the show real quick i oh we got so much to get into i i, I can't i can't dawdle here but uh i would be remiss if i did not note uh today would have been rush limbaugh's 71st birthday and i miss that guy terribly it, it, you know i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing but for him literally would not be doing he pushed me into taking this job in radio i wasn't sure i wanted he was a real friend and a mentor uh, but nobody in talk radio would be doing what they're doing but for him, uh, not just me. Uh, I miss that guy. So, y'all, he gave me the best advice and was always willing to give me advice. I could email him. I don't know that he ever slept day or night. I could email him. We were having conversations sometimes at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning when he had a show to do the next day. Uh, he was a tremendous friend. I miss him dearly, and uh, happy birthday to him. The voice of heaven. Now, we got to move on. Uh, the President of the United States, I, I want to give you, I want to run an experiment for you. I'm going to do this right now in real time. I have, okay, that's not really true. I, I did kind of check just to see. And yeah, um, I, I know I'm going to win this one. I wish to survey the headlines for you. What are the top stories right now in America? The Wall Street Journal. U.S. inflation reached fastest pace since 1982. CNN. Well, it's Trump. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, CDC predicts more than 62,000 U.S. deaths, and Trump comes deterred with his grip on the GOP. Uh, that's it. That's it. Oh, and it might be time for you to update your mask. This is the the top of CNN right now. Uh, earlier, it was inflation. The New York Times top story: consumer prices rise seven percent. The Los Angeles Times: uh, consumer prices rise seven percent. The Drudge Report is inflation highest since 1982. The Washington Post, inflation in 2021, highest in 40 years. On and on it goes through every major media outlet in the country, except CNN. CNN oddly focused on Trump. Y'all, Joe Biden gave what was billed as a giant transformative presidential address today. You know the only media outlets that are fixated on that right now. The only media outlets in America who are focused on Joe Biden's speech. Those are the conservative media outlets. No other media outlet in America other than the conservative outlets really care about Joe Biden's 
big speech. The problem is that the conservative outlets care very much. Now, how how, how does this all work? We, we got to walk through a few things here. Inflation, and I'm going to spend a lot of time on inflation at the bottom of the hour, but you need to understand inflation is a regressive tax on the poor. It makes things more expensive for the poor in America. It's bad. And people are worried about that. And I've been telling you guys that for weeks on end as the Democrats go on this uh, kick about voting rights and the need to pass voting rights and all of that, the president and the vice president and the Democrats – They're focused on this voting rights stuff, and the American public, they're focused on inflation. They're focused on crime. They're focused on closed schools. They're focused on COVID. I want to play you some of the speeches from yesterday from the vice president of the president, a joint event in Georgia. They went to Georgia. They lied about the Georgia voting rights bill. You know, in Georgia, a lot of people on the left believe that they banned giving food and water to people in line. That's not actually true. It's not actually true. In fact, the rule is you can leave water out for the voters in line or you can park a food truck if you want 150 feet away and the voters are allowed to leave the line and come back into the line getting water and food. What it is is you just can't go up to voters within 150 feet of the polling booth and give them water because so many candidates do that and they campaign while they're there and you're not allowed to campaign at the polling locations. That's what it is. But Joe Biden misrepresented again that lie to the public and, of course, the media gave him a bet, except Jake Tapper, and we'll get to that. But here, this is first from the vice president yesterday. We must not be deceived into thinking a law that makes it more difficult for students to vote is normal. We must not be deceived into thinking a law that makes it illegal to help a voter with a disability vote by mail is normal. There is nothing normal about a law that makes it illegal to pass out water or food to people standing in long voting lines. And I have met with voters in Georgia. I have heard your outrage about the anti-voter law here and how many voters will likely be kept from voting. And Georgia is not alone. Across our nation, anti-voter laws could make it more difficult for as many as 55 million Americans to vote. That is one out of six people in our country. And the proponents of these laws are not only putting in place obstacles to the ballot box, they are also working to interfere with our elections, to get the outcomes they want and to discredit those that they don't. That is not how a democracy should work. But it's simply not true. Now, we don't need to go into the details here ad nauseum. The point is, this is they're trying to stir up fear and resentment. And then this, she was the warm-up act for the president of the United States, who said this. Election workers, ordinary citizens, were subject to death threats, menacing phone calls, people stalking them in their homes. 
Remember what the defeated former president said to the highest ranking election official, a Republican in this state? He said, quote, I just want to find 11,780 votes. Pray God. He didn't say that part. He didn't say count the votes. He said find votes that he needed to win. He failed because of the courageous officials, Democrats, Republicans, who did their duty and upheld the law. But with this new law in Georgia, his, loyal, his loyalists will be placed in charge of state elections. That's not actually true either. For those who are not in Georgia, it's not actually true. The state is allowed to go into counties as long as they have a multi-year history of having problems administering elections and change those counties uh, and require reform and replacement. But they can only do a couple of counties at a time. But there also has to be a multi-year history. It can't just be one election, and it can't be after that election. It's got to be multi-year history. Didn't didn't get into any of that. And then he went on to the whole uh, Abraham Lincoln, Jefferson Davis, Martin Luther King, George Wallace bit. In fact, this gets to the problem. This gets ultimately to Joe Biden's problem. And I need you to follow along with me here. Joe Biden has a white male problem. Joe Biden, he's got a problem with white men, not the white men you're thinking of. Joe Biden has a problem with the white men children of the 60s who are on news networks providing color commentary, the John Meachams and the John Harwoods. They're on TV. They're, they're the deans of politics, and they go on television with all sorts of useful experience. And they try to give us color commentary on the politics of the day. They're all acolytes of Robert Kennedy. It was the defining moment of their youth, the civil rights movement, the voting rights movement, the fight for voting rights in the 1960s. And they care, care deeply. And these are the people Joe Biden has been surrounded with for a very long time. And he listens to them and they're on CNN. They're on the roundtables on Morning Joe on MSNBC. And they talk super serious about voting rights and the like. And, and, and Joe Biden listens to them. And so these people have been urging Joe Biden, go big or go home. Go big on voting rights. It's, the, it's civil rights. Look at how the Republicans are behaving. They're a threat to democracy. You got to fight, 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 Joe, just like Bobby Kennedy did. None of us were alive when Bobby Kennedy was around, but they were. And so they're telling Biden to pursue this agenda, and he is. And the irony here is John Meacham and John Harwood, they've never won an election in their lives, and they're about to cost the Democrats everything by the Democrats focusing on voting rights right now when the headlines at the major papers are inflation at an all-time high or at a high 40-year high. Don't believe me on this. I'm going to play you two clips. I'm going to play you two clips. Charlie had not heard these clips. I was telling him about him this morning, and he couldn't believe it. I'm going to play you two clips. You're going to hear Joe Biden yesterday in Georgia. And then you're going to hear John Meacham, the historian, the talking head on TV, the former editor of Newsweek, who is of the left, a progressive, proudly so. He believes he's on the right side of history. You're going to hear Joe Biden, and then you're going to hear John Meacham from three weeks ago. Do you want to be the side, on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? 
Do you want to be the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? Do you want to be Bull Connor? Or do you want to be John Robert Lewis? Do you want to be Jefferson Davis? Or do you want to be Abraham Lincoln? And I'm sorry, that was from last week. It was from the other day. That was from the other day. John Meacham was on the 6th of January. The 6th of January. Joe Biden yesterday, Joe Biden plagiarized that line from John Meacham. Do you want to be the side on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? Do you want to be Bull Connor? Or do you want to be John Robert Lewis? Do you want to be Jefferson Davis? Or do you want to be Abraham Lincoln? It's amazing how bad Joe Biden is, even at the stuff he plagiarized. Listen to how smoothly John Meacham delivers that line, and Joe Biden is struggling with it. I mean, when you got old age and dementia, it's hard to do multisyllable words. Y'all, this is the problem. This is the, the big problem. And, and if you're Democrat and you care passionately about this, and I know these old white guys on TV, they care passionately about this issue. The old white guys on television, this is their issue because it defined them as children. It defined them as children of the 60s. It defined them. And, and they're the people who talk to Joe Biden. They're the people Joe Biden relates to. They're the people Joe Biden listens to. And so voting rights, it defines them. And so they've convinced Joe Biden to let it define him Politico has done a deep dive poll, a deep dive poll, plus or minus 2% in this poll. They asked voters about these issues. Let me read you this from their morning playbook. We asked voters which of three voting reform ideas should be the top priority for Congress to pass. Reforming Congress's role in counting electoral college votes expanding voting access in federal elections, or expanding oversight of states' changes to voting practices. Those are the three big issues. Those are the three big issues. So there is the Electoral College Reform Act. That is counting, uh, changing the way Congress counts electoral college votes. There is the For the People Act, H.R. 1, the big progressive omnibus bill on voting, and that would expand voting rights in federal elections. And then there's the John Lewis Voting Rights Act that would restore Section 5 of the Voting Rights Act that would expand oversights of states' changes to voting practices. Those are the three pieces of legislation. Which one do you think wins in the poll? Which comes in first? None of the above. None of the above beat out all the others. So the Democrats at a time of record inflation, the highest inflation in 40 years, at a time of closed schools, at a time of COVID, at a time of supply chain shortages, the Democrats have gone out there and they've told you you're either on George Wallace's side or Martin Luther King's side. You're either on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor. You're either on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis. Joe Biden came into office as a man who was going to heal the divide in the country. Look, it was one thing for Barack Obama to say, take a gun to a knife fight. It was one thing for Barack Obama to tell Hispanic voters, Republicans are your enemies. It was one thing for Barack Obama to say, get in your neighbor's face and argue with them. 
That's what Barack Obama did. But Joe Biden specifically said, I'm not Trump. I'm a nice guy. I'm not Trump. I'm going to heal the nation. I'm not Trump. I'm going to bring everyone together for common purpose. And instead, he's pitying people saying, you're either a racist or you're on the side of angels. And he's decided to do it at a time on an issue that nobody cares about. That's just not smart politics, objectively so. So I got to tell you guys, I we were headed to the mountains this weekend. It's a three-day weekend for the kids. I got to go to an appointment uh, on Monday, uh, and so, but I figured I we could go up there. We could come home, get up Monday morning, come home from the mountains. We're going up to – there's this Airbnb we love to stay at up in, in um, north of Clayton, Georgia. Uh, which is in the northeast Georgia mountains, it's a beautiful, beautiful part of the southeast. If you've never been up that area, and uh, the weather forecast for this weekend for North Georgia, for Tennessee, for North Carolina, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. It started out uh, the other day saying there might be flurries. The kids were real excited. Then it started saying ah, it could be about an inch of snow up there. And then, ah, the kids are really excited. We need to go up there and. Now it's ice storm, winter warning, uh, three to five inches of snow or more. We're like, yeah, we don't want to get stuck on a mountaintop with no cell service. There's no cell phone in this this house we stay at. We don't want to get stuck up there with no power. Uh, it, it, there's a pump, water pump, so you got to have power for the water pump. Um, yeah, we, we, we're not going to go to the mountains now. Um, I'll just have to, we'll stay home and, and I'm still not going to be here on Monday. I, I got to go have to have to go to a doctor's appointment. Now that I've got my stitches out have to go through the last bit of, am I fully recovered? I, I do have to say y'all, my wife now, she has told me about two conversations we had last week, well after the impact of my head. And I have no recollection. And I am writing this whole, sweetheart, I had a concussion, so I don't have to go into, I guess I wasn't paying attention to you. Because, you know, the natural default for a wife when your husband doesn't, when your husband forgets something is he wasn't paying attention to me. He was staring at a cell phone. I'm like, no, I had a concussion. I don't remember I had a concussion. Feel sorry for me. Don't be mad at me. It'll work. <laughs> but it'll only work for that one thing last week. I may, I may need to get hit in the head with a golf club again. <laughs> All right. Uh, when we come back, a little more of the voting rights stuff. I want to take your phone calls, 877-973-7425. But we do need to get into the inflation data because beef prices are going down. But they're about the only food prices going down. Uh, I got the details for you when we come back. Your phone calls on this. And then President Trump. He's finally embraced advocacy of the vaccine. Ironically, that's actually making some of his hardcore supporters out there really, really mad. And the media, of course, is obsessed that this is all about him hating Ron DeSantis. The media is turning this into a soap opera between Trump and DeSantis, in large part because they want to stop DeSantis and hurt him on his reelection bid. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here, The Eric Erickson Show. Yes, my show. Take it or leave it. The phone number, 877-973-7425. If you'd like to be on this year's program, I would like to go next to the phones. I'm going to go to Susan, if I can push the button here. Susan, there you go. How are you? Hi. Happy New Year, and thank you for taking my call. Sure. Happy New Year. Um. If if Joe and, and Kamala want to take their roadshow somewhere, 
there's two places I suggest they go instead of Georgia because they have, especially Joe's backyard of um, Delaware and Colorado where we lost the All-Star game too. They have, they both have more restrictive voting laws than Georgia by far, especially Delaware. Right. It's just so hypocritical and just so obvious. And it, what bothers me is that they're playing on people's ignorance and they're feeding ignorance. The the fact that so few people know the um the the comparison between and it's not just Delaware, other states as well. The lack of early voting in a lot of blue states, the the lack of in those early voting states, the reduced number of days compared to Georgia and the like. It's it's remarkable that it doesn't get people whipped into a frenzy. And I mean, the the real question here. And the one that Democrats cannot answer is where in this country is it harder to vote now than 60 years ago? Where in the United States of America is it harder to vote now than 60 years ago? Where? Where? They don't have an answer to that question because they can't answer the question because it's easier to vote in every single one of those states. I got to give credit to Jake Tapper at CNN yesterday who actually pointed that out. He was one of the very few politicians or politicians, reporters out there to point out that there are a whole lot of states that have more restrictive voting laws than Georgia. And they are almost all Democratic states that, in fact, a lot of outside groups have said Georgia is actually streamlining the process for efficiency's sake, like for absentee ballots now. Use your driver's license number. That actually is more efficient. But they don't want to cover it. They want the outrage. So kudos to Jake Tapper for pointing out the hypocrisy here and his level of cynicism about all of this. Now, uh, all of this comes as well on the issue of inflation. You will note that the Democrats don't want to talk about that, but here's, here's the juxtaposition. And this is the downside. This is why it was so such bad politics for Biden to do this yesterday. He goes to Georgia and he makes what he wants to be a historic monumental speech on his presidency about the thing he wants done and it's voting rights. That's what he wants done. Makes a very big deal. It's a very big speech. And then the inflation news comes out and no one's talking about his speech now. No one's talking about it. They're all talking about inflation. They're all obsessed at this moment on national news networks everywhere about inflation. And the cost of inflation. And very few of them, other than MSNBC, are focused at all on the issue of January 6th and the election. It's it's pervasive. Don't believe me? Here, this is MSNBC this morning. Stephanie, uh, inflation. Inflation. Boom. Biggest yearly increase we have seen since the 1980s, right? This is not a good number. This isn't a good uh, situation for the White House to deal with. Why? Because we get gas 
multiple times a week. So we see the price of gas. We see the price at the grocery store and housing. Housing prices are up in a big way, not just to buy houses, but even rentals. In the last year, we talked about all these bidding wars. We're now seeing that for rentals. But he- That's MSNBC. Here is CNN. Breaking moments ago, brand new numbers on inflation, and they are a wow. CNN's chief business correspondent, Christine Romans, joins us now. Romans, a wow and maybe a yikes. Yeah, let me first show you the numbers, and then we'll talk about what they mean. Overall inflation, consumer prices, what we all pay for things, up 7% over the past year in December. December versus December last year. That is the fastest rate of consumer inflation since 1982, when Ronald Reagan was president. Ebony and Ivory was the top song uh, on the Billboard charts. I mean, think about how long ago that was. From Month to month, from November to December, that uh, that inflation rose 0.5%. That's a big one-month jump. We've been seeing this month after month. Core inflation, when you strip out uh, volatile food and energy, that rose 5.5% uh, on an annual basis. That is the fastest inflation since 1991, and the core rate of 0.6%. Uh- that the, That's the data, and it's bad news. And so what's the economic spin Here's Jared Bernstein, the president's Council of Economic Advisors. Listen to this on CNN with Jim Scudo, who, keep in mind, was an Obama uh, staffer in the White House. The president has consistently said there are uh, two key components to this recovery. And here I think he's in sync with Chair Mm -hmm. Powell. One is to maintain the strongest labor market we've seen. And we are posting historic numbers in that regard. The other is to do everything we can to unsnarl supply chains, which, by the way, are jammed across the world. This high inflation problem is a yes. global problem. And try to bring down price pressures through, through those efforts. And keep in mind, uh, yeah, I don't want to play too much of the clip there, but he eventually goes into, we need Build Back Better. Right. Um this is this is a real problem. Now, what about in the private sector? Let's go to CNBC for that just a short time ago. The CEO of Domino's Pizza was on CNBC. Listen to this. So so for those that are wondering or looking for signs that inflation in the US economy is easing or lessening, it it doesn't sound like you're seeing that. Is that right? What are you seeing? Sarah, we certainly don't see inflation slowing down in our business. You know, we take a look at our, our food basket. You know, as, as you mentioned, you know, we see an eight to 10% increase in the food basket, uh, 2022 relative to 2021. And we also see continued uh, wage inflation across the marketplace as well as we look forward this year. Wage inflation means wages are going to go up to compensate to some degree, but that's not necessarily uh, super helpful when you got the situation with the costs out there. This just isn't good data for the White House. There isn't a lot of winning here from the White House on this stuff because there's no way for them to win on this. And so they're arguing on something else. And it's not very helpful for the White House when it comes to this situation. So, but wait, there's more here. There's more. This is from CNN. Good news. After rising for months, meat prices are finally falling at the grocery store. Bad news. Many other staples are getting more expensive. Prices for meat, poultry, fish, and eggs fell four-tenths of a percent from November to December. 
Within that category, meats overall dropped nine-tenths of a percent, with beef and veal down 2%, pork chops 1.1% cheaper, hot dogs falling 1.5% cheaper. But, but, breakfast sausage up 1.4%, lunch meats 2.7% more expensive, chicken rose three-tenths of a percent in December. And looking over the past year, meat, poultry, fish, eggs, 12.5% higher, with beef, veal, and bacon up 18.6% higher. Experts note multiple challenges have contributed to higher meat prices, including labor shortages, supply chain issues, higher demand, slower operations. But the White House wants to focus on what? They want to focus on voting rights. I don't mean to diminish the fact that voting rights matter. For a lot of people, a lot of people fought very hard for the right to vote in this country. So it matters to them dearly. The problem is that voting rights don't put food on the table. Voting rights don't deal with crime. Voting rights don't deal with closed schools. Voting rights don't deal with COVID. And inflation is directly impacted by inflation. Inflation is directly impacted by the supply chain. Inflation directly impacts the pocketbook kitchen table issues that voters are voting on around the country. And the Biden administration has chosen to focus on stuff that doesn't matter. I mean, he's got Bernstein, the uh, chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors, trying to say if only Congress will give us Build Back Better. We'll be able to get this stuff done. No, most Americans believe you dump that much money into the economy, even if they like the individual policies, you dump that much money into the economy, you're going to get inflation. And guess what? Those Americans would be right. And on top of all of this, we've got a debt issue coming up. And the debt issue is fundamentally going to undermine everything as well. I want to play you this clip. This is Jerome Powell. He was testifying yesterday in Congress, and he was asked about the debt issue. This is what he said. There are a couple of things to note in this. Now, we're on an unsustainable path. Debt is not at an unsustainable level, but the path is unsustainable, meaning it's growing faster than the economy, meaningfully faster than the economy. We have to address that over time. We will address it over time. And the better way to do it is soon and to do it in good times. Start when the economy is strong and the taxes are rolling in. And that's, that's, you know, I, since we don't do fiscal policy, but I will say that the st- sustainability of the debt is, uh, is something we need to get back to and focus on again. Yeah, we got a real problem with debt. And if interest rates go up, it's going to make the debt go up even faster because the service on the debt. We're going to have less money overall for other things. That's going to be bad. But did you notice something at the very end where Powell says, I'm not going to comment on fiscal policy. It's not what we do. I just I want to point that out to you. Jerome Powell has a lot of faults as chairman of the Federal Reserve. He's not perfect. And in fact, he probably should have taken on uh, inflation earlier. But I appreciate the fact that this man, unelected, unappointed bureaucrat in charge of a federal agency, knows his place enough to say, hey, I'm not going to comment on that because it's not what we do. That actually is somewhat reassuring. One more clip. This is uh, Senator Kennedy with Jerome Powell. I have a plea. Um, above all else, above everything else on your plate, I ask that you please preserve the independence of the Federal Reserve. 
The last thing that America needs right now is to have the Federal Reserve politicized. It's the last thing the world needs right now. And believe me, the whole world is watching. There you go. Uh, And he's right. Uh, We do not need any further politicization of the Federal Reserve. There's a lot of pressure from Elizabeth Warren and others to politicize the Federal Reserve, and Powell seems hesitant to do that. Thankfully, he seems to know his place. Now, I want you to find a place at Patriot Mobile. I want you to consider using them. You don't have to worry about your coverage with them. They got 5G, they got data, they got voice, you name it. They've got complete coverage across the nation. They use the same towers everybody else uses. But here's the thing with Patriot Mobile. If you use them, you're funding a company, you're doing business with a company that shares your values. And on top of that, they take a portion of their profits and they direct them to the conservative movement. The Second Amendment, the pro-life cause, small government cause – All of these great causes in the conservative movement, Patriot Mobile uses their profits and makes contributions to with a portion of those profits. It's what the left has been doing for years, and finally we on the right are playing the same game, and it's good. It's good for the conservative movement, but for them to do it, they need your business, and they are a great cell phone company. They have 100% U.S.-based customer service. Not only that, you get great discounts if you're a veteran, if you're a first responder, if you're an NRA member, if you're a teacher, if you've got a large family with multiple lines needed for all your kids, try Patriot Mobile. You get free activation with my name. You go to patriotmobile.com slash eric. PatriotMobile.com slash E-R-I-C-K, or you could call them, and again, 100% U.S.-based customer service, 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you, you get free activation. This hour of the program brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. Wherever you are nationwide, if you're in charge of the finances of a business, First Liberty can help your business grow. You need access to large loans, six figures and up, reach out to them, FirstLibertyGA.com. FirstLibertyGA.com. Good friends of mine, great people. They've been doing this since the 1990s, and they want to help you if they can. FirstLibertyGA.com. There is a malicious talking point cropping up. Now, I've known for years this was the case, and Elizabeth Warren, she is not, for all of her faults, she's not a dumb person. Listen to this from her. She's on MSNBC playing to the crowd. Tool that we have failed to use for decades now has been the antitrust laws so that we get more and more concentration. Think of the example right now, for example, with grocery stores. Remember how many grocery stores there used to be? And now what you've got is a handful of giant chains. And then what happens? Uh, Kroger. Uh, Their profits just in the third quarter of 2021 were almost $900 million. That was more than three times what their profits were in the same time period in 2019. Now, if they are able to expand profits, not expand prices, expand profits, that's because they have a lot of market dominance here. That sounds compelling, doesn't it? They made $900 million. That was a profit margin of three quarters of a percent. 0.75% profit margin. According to Yahoo Finance, not according to Kroger, according to Yahoo Finance, their profit margin hasn't been higher than 2.5% over the past four years. Meaning they only bring in, they only turn a profit that is last year less than a percentage point above their expenses. 
that's not a big profit margin. Apple, for perspective, Apple makes a profit margin over 30%. That's not big. In fact, no grocery store makes a big profit margin. Their number may be high. It may sound massive. It may sound massive to say that Kroger made $900 million, but that means with that profit margin that Kroger did what? They, they, they had $800 million in expenses? It's not a lot. It's not a lot, and it's not a profit either. It's not a profit. It means, actually, what she's talking about is it's not a profit. It's their gross income she's talking about. It's not even really their profit. She's confusing gross income and profit. That's she's she's doing this. She's not a dumb woman. She is not dumb, and yet this is what she's done. And now she's trying to get people to blame grocery stores. It is not the grocery stores that are at fault here. It is not and has never been the grocery stores that are at fault. And it's dumb for anyone to think so. The retail industry, Scott Linscombe, buddy of mine, notes the retail industry had a whopping 1.1% profit margin in the last year, one of the lowest of 95 industries surveyed. That puts it in perspective. If you're attacking grocery stores, you're doing it wrong. You are clueless about what's happening in America. And yet they need a bad guy. And this is the thing. This is what you got to understand is they need a bad guy. They are desperate for a bad guy. And the bad guy is the white men and the Christians and the corporate titans of major industries in America. They got to have a bad guy. It's why Joe Biden is going after voting rights. Because he can blame the Bull Connors and the Trumps. Problem is, the actual bad guys right now are the Democrats in charge who aren't doing anything to fix the real problem out there, and people are realizing it, and there will be hell to pay at the ballot box. And you thought these last two years were crazy. Welcome to 2022. It's coming up and nothing makes sense still, especially in business. If you're a small business owner, good luck getting financing from a big bank right now. I can offer you a fantastic solution if you're looking for $750,000 or more in financing for your business. First Liberty Building and Loan. Let's say you want to buy a new building or you want to refi existing debt or you want to buy a company. Basically, you see opportunity for your business to grow, but you've hit a wall with the mega banks getting financing. That's where First Liberty Building and Loan and my friends, the Frost family, come in. They solve small business financing problems better than anyone I've ever seen. They say yes, where big banks say no. It's that simple. Look, just do this. Spend 10 minutes with them. Call them, First Liberty Building and Loan. Say Eric sent you. In 10 minutes, you'll know if you're a good fit for their program. Go to firstlibertyga.com. That's firstlibertyga.com. They help small businesses nationwide in all 50 states. Firstlibertyga.com. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.